don't know about y'all, but I'm tired. I didn't get enough six hours of rest last night. I got bags. See. Bags that I've been carrying for the white man. The white man will not let me sleep. Therefore, I carry his bags under my eyes. Can you see? I cannot. But I live. But I sleep. No, I don't. But I preach. Yes, I do. <laughs> and you need to get that through your head. Oh, one way or the other. Because we here. And we Beautiful sleeping. Spoken poetry. And I'm tired. And I'm ready for a I'm nap. Trying to wake up. Now, I'm trying to go to bed. You trying to wake up. I've been woke. Go to bed. Put me to bed. Give me a bottle. <laughs> Sit down. Get up. I'm tired. Pray to me. Lock me to bed. Give me your titty. I want to suck Tuck I'm me tired. in. I'm paid. Where's my dad? I never had him. But I had my mom. Her tits. In my mouth. I'm tired. Man, I'm tired. He tired. Preach. <laughs> he tired, brother. We tired. Preach, brother. I don't got a Tempur-Pedic. My mother, I, my mother never gave me a mattress that supports my spine. Therefore, I toss and turn because the white man has suppressed me with my comfort. Have you noticed how many pillowcases are white? They look <laughs> like the clan's head. Therefore, I cannot sleep. Therefore, I do sleep. I will not rest my head on another clanman's head. I will not do that. I will never put my head next to a clansman. You know what I'm saying? Preach! Yeah! I heard it. Amen. Uh, should we use that? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just going to start the episode. I'm tired. I need to hear it back again. Dude. I'm so very tired. They will not let me sleep. The white man will not let me sleep. I'm so tired. Welcome to Third World Ballers. I'm tired. I'm very tired for this episode. I'm tired. The forest is on fire, and I am tired. I do not sleep at night, but I think and wonder about the fire. Damn. Welcome back, dude. We're here again. Preach, brother. And we're tired. We're so very tired. Um, how are you doing, Caesar? Another week, another episode. And I'm so tired of the white doing man great, making me carry his bags. I'm sorry? <laughs> What'd you say? I said I'm doing great in the white man's world. That is. Oh my God! Cool. As great as it, as great as I can get, With you know. Certain tea. Yeah, 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 dude. Uh, uh, seriously though, it's been pretty shitty recently. Oh God! With why? All the news in the world. Well, what about on a personal so level, dude? Happening. How are you doing? But Let's get. We'll get into the heavy stuff. Like I just want to, you know, I want to, I want to talk to you and just, you know, like you said, there's too much crazy shit going on in the world. But I want to know what's going on in the world of Caesar right now. Stuff that you can control because I'm tired. I don't, don't want to do that. You don't want to talk about your life? Well, okay. So I applied to go to Fresno State. Um, I just sent my transcripts from Cal State LA there, waiting to send my transcripts from See, that's City amazing. College, San Francisco. You're about to go to school again? Yeah, I want to. I want to finish. That's honestly. great. And also, I just want the Launch environment up. of school again because, like, I really do like uh, just like higher learning and shit and just. Yeah, higher higher skill set, if you will. That's great. Why didn't uh, no, you want to talk about that? To That's be, awesome. Like to, <clears throat> I don't know. It's just like it's still in the works right now, so it hasn't uh, officially happened yet. Which I would be going potentially going back January twenty twenty. 
Um, That's soon. But yeah, it's it's all sits right in motion with like moving and stuff, so it feels really good. That's great news, dude. Uh, hopefully that works out for you. That's great. What are you going to be studying? I'm just going to finish the same major that I was doing, which was English. Uh, probably use that to either do some like teaching, because I do want to do substitute teaching as just a job right now. Because mm-hmm. um, that's steady and, and like that, I can get full time for that. Uh, but then later, I do. I have thought about like doing like a per- be, trying to become like a professor or something, or like teaching in a college level. Wow. But teach out a podcast. Wanna... Yeah. <laughs> okay. The first thing you need to do. Get some headphones. First, Secondly, listen only to my podcast. Okay, for lesson one, episode one of Third World Ballers. See how we sounded. Don't ever get hustled by someone named Donovan in a steamy ass recording room. And secondly, hold you gotta hold your nostrils up and say, Hello, Gavna. <laughs> Hello, Gavna. <laughs> when did uh, your lesson plan is all over the place? No wonder you need to go back to school, dude. That's you why to, you got a long way to go. It's in the works. Uh, so don't take that as, you know, take that at face value. Okay. All right. But I do, I definitely want to finish like the English uh, major since I've already done so much work towards that. And then, Mm -hmm. uh, specifically studying like either like Latin American history or just Latin American literature in general. So like emphasis in that or something. Yeah. That'd be uh, amazing, dude. Hopefully that uh, gets in motion and starts going on the right track i'm really excited about it because like it's been five years i think now since i've been in a classroom setting so really yeah it'll be interesting for sure well i mean kind of weird you'll be the older guy yeah i'll be that guy that i would see in my classrooms at city college san francisco and being like damn dude that sucks (laughs) No, you're not. We're not at that. We're not that old. And at least you have some education under your belt already, so you're not going to be totally. fucking taking algebra one type shit. <laughs> yeah. You already got that out of the way, so you're doing yeah, like algebra. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, well, we are yeah. the old guys now. As even though we're not old, it's just interesting to see. Like when we went on it, when I went to Outside Land, dude, Ralph was like, "Dude, we're officially the old guys here." Like, look at everybody, and I was like, "Fuck, dude, you're right." Like, God, this, that this demographic is, is like. Crowd. 18 and like 24 and which is not far off from where we're at but still like five years is kind of a big difference it I mean, makes a big four, difference four years? yeah yeah shit we're i mean 30. especially now because like we're just we've grown up through such weird times i think our generation specific i've always like gone back to this like that our generation experienced a very like singular moment and i mean maybe that's like solipsistic to think you know that like only our generation went through this weird transition, which I'm sure every generation I mean, feels. Our, our, our generation was at the crux of like the technological yeah, revolution. We, we grew up with it because other generations exactly. obviously experienced it, but we were raised through it. So like that's changed everything about the way we communicate, the way we think about each other, like everything. So yeah, we did grow up in this weird flux where it's like having to reconcile with both the fact that that wasn't there when we were younger, but it was. And then now it's just constantly evolving. So you have to constantly keep up with it. Yeah. There is some sort of angst to that in our age group for sure. Dude, I have hell angst because of the way that things work now and the way that, and the way that we communicate now and the way, what we hold as valuable in society. Like thinking about all the social resources you could have had 
like our technological resources even i mean given <laughs> that that might be a, like a neoliberal type of way to think about it that like you lived we're hard. living in the world we always dreamed of we have everything for us at our fingertips but it's like some of those resources would have been nice to have, I think, in a college environment, especially for networking. In a college environment? Well, I mean, in a college environment, we already had it, right? Like, or, or I guess like even high school. Yeah, I, I would say. But I, again, I feel like if we had it in high school, we would uh-huh. know how to better utilize it in college. Because there you go. in That's college is when because by the like I remember getting a Facebook kind of towards the end of college. And Instagram wasn't around. Instagram was around. No, no, I'm sorry. At the end of high school is when I got Facebook. So I had MySpace. But MySpace, to me, was always more of a creative, like, outlet. Because you could yeah, hide all... you could design your own and like homepage. And, like, followers and comments didn't mean shit. Because, like, there was options to hide it. And, like, it wasn't just the center of of whatever this platform was. You know? It was just, like, a place to have share, to communicate with your friends and yeah, I mean, obviously build clout because a lot of people became famous early on from MySpace and stuff. But it wasn't like, look how many followers I have. Like, my yeah. clout is my value now. Now it's like, you yeah, go to your Instagram. How many followers does this person have? Like, wow, there's some value that this person has. Mm-hmm. Let whoever I am reach out to them to somehow give them some sort of opportunity. But uh-huh. if we had that, like, when we were going to high school, I feel like, especially with what I was, what I was started to do and college which is like djing get more focused around music like i feel like i would have had a better idea of like this is a tool that i need to use and like promote Mm -hmm. myself through now like i'm now i now i know it because i went through college like learning it but yeah it's interesting i wonder what they teach what they're going to be teaching in like marketing classes too because when i went to for my marketing courses they seemed like they were a little dated like we were learning terms you know and just like Mm -hmm old maslow's theories and just old shit but they never, there was never like if you want to grow your following through this platform and market yourself this way it was just exactly. very like the very like the skeletal structure of marketing and now i feel like schools well, are now gonna, they're just going to be teaching how to become a youtube person that's what i'm saying yeah like now they should, that i wonder if that is going to be inserted into college that's gonna be a major discourse <laughs> at one point i mean dude it i mean it very well should be i mean there's like fucking film majors, you know. Why not have like a YouTube personality major? Or, or no, like, I mean like internet, internet, or YouTube co- or content, content cre- video a content, content creator, video. yeah, content creator, whatever that means, because that's such a multifarious yeah. that is valenced in like this weird like mysticism almost that like you just create. I made some content you know? today. Like, anything I touch is content ready. Let me get my know? phone. This it's is content. Really strange. Like life itself yeah, yeah, is now exactly. the content, and that that is your currency. Your like, whole life is content now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you are currency. You yeah, are, you're living you currency. Are the commodification. Like even playing video games is currency. Like, dude, I watch so many people play fucking Mortal Kombat online, and like just them commentary on it. Something about it, I'm like, oh, like I align with these guys' interests. Let me watch them when I'm away from actually doing it, and it makes me makes me want to do it. But then I'm like, I just want to enjoy the game. Like, why am I trying to be like? Let me get some eyes on me playing this game. You know, like yeah, times yeah. have certainly changed. And now it's just like, I mean, I've always played video games online, which is fun because you play against people. But now it's always like, look at me. I play online. Like, mm-hmm. look at me in this little box here. You're with me. Very strange. It's very like a parasitic type of relationship. Where yeah. You get to attack yourself onto this person without ever really knowing them. And then when they break your heart by doing something stupid, like. <laughs> 
Faze Banks did with breaking up with his girlfriend. How dare you? Oh. How dare you oh. end that relationship oh, without God. telling us, without consulting your brothers? Poor Alyssa. But that, again, that's what I mean. It's like <laughs> these kids will start freaking over, freaking out over shit like that without freaking out about the real sort of overwhelming threats that, you know, surround us daily. I mean, like, now, like, to kind of segue into, like, a big topic that it's we wanted to talk to um, about, like, it's great that the information about the Amazon is starting to be shared through Instagram, but I just feel like, or just social media, too, but it, I, I just don't see, like, what is this, like, I get that this is spreading awareness, too, but, like, there's got to be some better action these people got to take other than, like, just sharing photos of the fire burning. Like, it's the totally. news now. Like, there's other action that we could be taking, too. Like, I mean, the biggest action, I think, at this moment for, as, because we're so far removed intellectually and physically from what's happening in the Amazon right now that, there isn't really much we can do besides share our feelings about it. And that's kind of, that's kind of, I mean, of you like, can like change your eating habits. That's a big one you can do too. But that's the thing that puts the onus of the responsibility on the individual rather than the production of the object that you are then consuming. Right. Cause for instance, with like the meat industry, like, the idea for climate change is that if you can reduce your consumption individually on a specific thing, that will and then reflect upon a multitude of people doing it, and then will that will change something without yeah. taking into uh, consideration the actual production that goes into raising this uh, this object or this thing that you will consume because when you start looking at the production of it, you start realizing that that is the biggest sort of uh, emission. You know, collectively, yeah, of course. that is what we should be attacking. That is what we should be dismantling. That is what we should be expropriating. Yeah. Not, but I mean, like... Individual consumption is great. I think that is a good idea. Well, like in your in your indiv- like- in your individual consumption, you can spread awareness of what your individual consumption is doing to work towards dismantling the production of this because they're like the more people you get to be aligned with not buying into this production, then this quicker it becomes in dismantling as opposed to like what other alternative is there to dismantle it. I don't think that will happen. Of course not quickly enough as we want it to, as I don't think that there is anything that's going to happen to reduce that, that at least that we can do on a level here. We can. I mean, what that's what I'm saying. It's like it's supporting like Bernie Sanders' Green New Deal, for instance. He just sent yeah, an email that's to all good of too. it. That's like the that's a great response to an economic and climate crisis that will ensue within the next decade or so. Like we right. are staring the face right. of this monster and going, oh, well, that's it. I mean, I guess that's that's the end of the world, you know. But like there, there are people that we can look to to do that and i, I do definitely agree. individual consumption i think what will... i think a combination of the two is what's gonna like we have to yes. change our habits of life because the way that the trajectory that we're on if we keep these sort of eating habits that we have not even just for the amazon sake just for like california here like that's part of the reason there was a fucking drought because of the agriculture and carbon that was being emitted and just the fucked up land that was coming through cattle raising like mm-hmm. that shit fucked up California so bad and it's fucking up the ocean now too. But yeah, you gotta, it's just like being fully invested in wanting to see change. And I think that 
at least the uh, what's good to see is a lot of my friends are getting aware about this and are wanting to like take action in some capacity but i just feel like yeah it's gonna be good to support bernie sanders in these policies but like all these old fucking cretins dude they don't give a fuck like no they're they really, fucking they're gonna they really be dead do. before the fucking effects take serious hold you know and they're like <laughs> whatever figure it out Oh, I think also another good outlet is like supporting indigenous indigenous networks that are collectively uh, opposing, you know, Bolsonaro, yeah. especially in Brazil, because can't talk about the Amazon without talking about Brazil specifically, because it encompasses like one third of that country. But right. um, the fact that like if we can actively support those networks to increase their fight against that oppressive regime, then we will in turn have like a, a good, a, it will have a good effect. But the problem is, is that like Western companies then undermine that sort of, uh, that work base that we would do, that collective action by directly funding these fucking companies who were going in illegally, cutting down these forests and like uh, burning this land, you know? Like, Dude, it's insane. They undermine our efforts incrementally like there is no way you can like you can't put a number on that because their uh their devastation is so much more effective than ours you know yeah Um, because it's right then and there then the front lines of the devastation exactly but although i would say there are some people who have done some effective means in the u.s when in in regards to like oil pipelines where they will shut down machinery they will just make it harder for them to accumulate that capital through this resource. Yeah. Um, but well, that's what it's again, about. Like keeping the struggle alive and not, totally, get, not yes. bending over for these fucking animals and not reducing the conversation to yeah. something that is like, like external or, or I'm, I'm sorry, I would say maybe more internal. Like we have to move away from sort of an objectivity or subjectivity on these sub on these uh, disasters, because the, we tend to, pinpoint them towards our own feelings towards this thing that like am i the only one who cares about this like you look around thinking that everybody's supposed to be freaking out about this thing but it's like people are worried about their own lives you know people are yeah, worried people are about just trying to stay alive exactly feed their own and families keep, a, keep their head afloat you know but it's like people um, don't understand this is part of a bigger <laughs> picture like don't you want to continue to do the things you do and i get you're living in this struggle and it's hard but it's gonna be fucking harder if if a huge resource of our earth goes fucking gets fucking depleted which is your lungs goes out (laughs) literally yeah it's like you're getting your lung taken out and it's already been happening like previous to the fire you know like this shit's been fucking going on now it's fucking at an accelerator rate because of the fire Mm -hmm. too and people don't ever realize that shit like i talked to my coworkers about it and i'm like dude you guys hear about the amazon they're like what and then i'm like yeah, it's fucking on fire right now. And they're like, oh, shit. Like, it's just like, <laughs> what? And I'm like, yeah, this has been going on. Like, even before the fire, they've been chopping down the Amazon for fucking decades. Mm-hmm. And, but they're well, like, actually, but, they did stop during, like, uh, the PT workers' uh, presidency, which was Nuno uh-huh. de Silva. During his reign, that uh, deforestation went down like a lot. Uh, but they didn't get picked in 2018. Wasn't it fucking like 50 well, percent like of what it was already? 2012, from 2012, there were rumors of it picking back up again. Yeah, uh, based on like a growing agribusiness that's happening globally. You know, and due to globalization as well as the globalists. But <laughs> it really is. That's. I mean, 
even now, like fucking uh, China has like a big market in Latin America for these resources because China is just going ham on their um, on their economy and also their topography. They are just like eroding their entire landscape with uh, with fucking carbon emissions, and they're not stopping. They yeah. are just like industrialization to the max turn up the volume dude pump it up build out build up they're building wasn't there that weren't they building a city in the ocean somewhere just to claim land over i forget like south korea not south korea somewhere that there was a conflicting ownership of land and they're like well we're just gonna build a fucking city here (laughs) yeah we're gonna build over it and come take his land that was happening a while ago i forget the details about these people that's like their their main motive is always expansion that's it and um, yeah. some stu- I did take some notes down that I did want to read a little bit from because I do think it's important to, like, when we're talking about Brazil specifically, I think it's important to go back to the historical context, especially when it pertains to, like, a colonial imperialism that is basically in effect again. You know, history is repeating itself once again. These actions have taken place in uh, the early 17th century, 18th century, and they are happening again now in 2019. It's just with a more effective means. And uh, one thing to keep in mind is that when the colonialists went to Brazil, specifically the Portuguese who were financed by the Dutch and the, uh, the Flemish, uh, I believe, they are the ones who were able to kickstart their industrialization and their economies within Europe through the utilization of uh, such commodities in Brazil as gold, silver, diamonds, um, sugar, um, you know, certain types of exotic woods, if you will. And at one point, the amount of gold extracted exceeded the total volume of gold Spain had taken from its colonies two centuries earlier. So you're talking about Spain invading Mexico right. and a lot of Central America <clears throat> destroying it, you know, dismantling it completely, the, the rains that were there, and then taking all the gold and just melting it down into bars to be exported back to their home countries, which for the most part, didn't even go to Spain or Portugal because they owed so much money to these other European colonies like Europe. Um, or, I'm sorry, like uh, Britain and stuff. And uh, and the Dutch. And so there's this one specific place called Minas Gerais, which is in Brazil, which had this huge portion of gold that was like the most gold they had discovered in history at that time and was removed in the fastest amount of time in history. So that means that they effectively colonized Brazil, brought in hundreds of thousands of slaves from Africa, and they specified as to which slaves they wanted to bring because they said, this black person is better at finding gold and they live longer. So we want more of them to come to Brazil. So you have just this vast colony of slavery, which is much like the U.S., you know, um, and this commodity, which becomes gold and sugar for the most part. But gold takes over sugar to the point that they de- they put out a royal decree that you are only allowed to uh, work in gold mines unless you display some perversity of character, like you're a criminal, then you would go work in sugar. 
But that was it. Everything else was uh, demanded to gold, which gave the lavish lifestyles of the elite there the opportunity to just do what they want. They treated it like a fucking like a uh, whore's den, if you will, you know, like to use a really weird term. But they just partied, extracted gold, killed a bunch of slaves and made their industrial revolutions in their home countries the possibility. Um, and what's interesting is that now in present day, when the book, uh, the information that I'm getting this, by the way, is from this book called Open Veins of Latin America uh, by a guy named Eduardo Galeano. And it's a really, really cool book. It has so much history in terms of Latin America. But what's interesting is that he always relates to the fact that like with such a bountiful wealth in these countries, especially like something like Brazil, now it's one of the most impoverished countries, you know, like yeah. certain sectors that held all of this wealth and all of this um, fecundity in terms of soil, in terms of enrichness is now just bleak and desolate. I mean, that's like the, that's the, been the name of the game for capital gain for so long, it, you know, right? like we come in, come in, take, ra- rape eat, the land, eat and then, leave. and then leave and leave it fucked up and be like, we'll take care of it. Uh, hold on. Let's just finish this deal. Go kick okay, and never rebuild it. How, how frequently that happens. It, and I, first, since the beginning of time, pretty much dude. Exactly. The and Egyptians always, were doing that shit. What's interesting is that when it came to um, Latin America specifically, it was used as a cudgel kind of against the war front in you know World War II. At least this is kind of like after colonial expansion and yeah. when countries were able to kind of solidify their own governments and constitutions. Uh-huh. Then they just became the resource of raw materials to supply the world. Never given a break, never given a, a sort of... Um, crutch to stand on because they had been completely decimated. Right. So when the peasants and uh, villagers started rising up, they obviously had to enact their start sending in their dictatorships. And this is mainly due to, at this point, the U.S.'s relationship to Latin America. And one thing that has always been said about Latin America is that it's so close to God, but so close to the United States, too. You know, like, Whoa. as in, it is, it is the land of uh, resources, of value, of material, of uh, bountiful wealth. But it is also closest to the most to, like authoritative, the biggest leech on the world that there is. Yeah, and because of that uh, proximity, Latin America has just undergone. Uh, regime change after regime change after regime change. And so now when we come to present-day Brazil, you have this gentleman named Lula da Silva who grew up in poverty, rose up through the ranks uh, to become a very militant sort of Marxist leader, and he tries to run for president three times. He ends up losing, gets closer and closer every time. And at that point, he started listening to his supporters and to sort of the, the liberal elite in the country and basically they convinced him to stop being so outlandish in his Marxist views and to sort of welcome help from these liberal elite. And so he does that and ends up winning in, um, I believe 2001 if I'm, or 2002, if I'm not mistaken. And then he becomes the most celebrated, most popular president, most popular individual in the world at that time for 
heralding over the golden decade of Brazil, where he reduces poverty, where he increases opportunities for minorities to go to school, to hold political office, where he creates this program called Bolsa Familia, which basically gives resources to uh, impoverished neighborhoods to go to school, to have food, to have a fucking substantial life, right? And he leaves office putting in place this person who's even more progressive than he is, Dilma Rousseff, and the government goes to these lengths to basically impeach her on these falsified records um, that I think and a lot of other people think is was a soft coup, basically, um, th- taking her out on these so-called anti-corruption measures. Uh, it was called Lava Jato, which is car wash in Portuguese. And basically the idea was that they were going to nip corruption in the bud by using these judges to give them this ultimate power to determine which of their friends in the business were being corrupt in their actions. And so they used that same knowledge to basically kill Dilma Rousseff, well, not kill her, but kill her career, impeach her, get her out of office, and then put Lula da Silva, this incredibly progressive, uh, you know, sort of demigod in a way to the Brazilian people and to the workers of Brazil, into prison indefinitely. So now he's in prison and now you have a fascist asshole Bolsonaro running Brazil and his policy is basically to just wipe out the Amazon. That's it. Wipe out the Amazon, wipe out the indigenous population and make way for the context that is uh, extracting minerals. So what happens when the Amazon is wiped out? Does he have some sort of game plan for that? I doubt it. (laughs) At this point, I don't think they are even thinking. I mean, what's of the that. end game of just to reap the re- the resources just that to are reap there? The benefits. So, what is the benefits the of moment. burning the Amazon? Because there the are benefit is to make way just for cattle. Oh, I see. Uh, I see. I see. So you're building. You you're build, you're, pl- you're plowing it over to make exactly. way for land. And I see. Soy apparently because and palm oil too. Isn't that a big commodity. one too? Uh, palm oil probably is still, but I think the biggest export commodities they do are. Soy mm, and soy boys. Uh, cattle. Yeah. So that has been the nature of Brazil. They are a very young government. A lot of people forget that Latin America in general are very young governments because they've never been able to establish their own governments without the U.S. sort of invading and dictating their own you know, terms, basically, and in, in how they have to use their resources and everything. Yeah. And it's just really interesting that with Brazil, now you have this guy who literally, he, uh, he dedicated his vote of impeachment to the torture of this president. So this president was active during the dictatorship of Brazil, Dilma Rousseff. She was active in a lot of the guerrilla groups that were opposing the dictatorship. She was captured. She was tortured in very horrendous ways where they would put, like, electric, you know, nodes on your nipples. Ooh, that's hot. Fucking electric Some would say. in your vagina or oh, something. Oh, whoa. And I, like, that, I love that. <laughs> sexy. And then Subscribe Bolsonaro, to kink.com. Go ahead. Bolsonaro literally dedicated his impeachment vote to that guy who tortured her oh. during the dictatorship. And as even said, they didn't kill enough people. So he's, he is, you want to talk about fascism? You, like, you want to talk about people who are actively 
fascist, that there's your guy. That's right your there. prime example. You look up fascism in a, a book, and there you go. The history of Brazil. Here or the progression of Brazil, fascist. rather. Yeah, it's pretty sad, dude. I mean, the Amazon is such a cherished part of the world that I don't think people realize how severe we would be fucked up if it got demolished. I mean, and it's on its way to being completely eradicated. I mean, how much did, is there any some sort of timeline that they've given if the fires are to keep up and well, the way that said, the demolishment of the forest by just our own means would, how long it I would take? I believe they took, the last time that deforestation took place on a massive industrial scale, they removed about a fifth of the Amazon forest. And they said if another <laughs> fifth is removed, it'll create this carbon create that this term called dieback where sorry go on no i wasn't saying anything oh i was saying that um it'll create this massive feedback loop which is uh-huh. called dieback where eventually the the force has a certain amount of carbon and a certain amount of uh humidity and water and moisture yeah. that like just you know helps it's, it's basically the land it. it's basically the land ocean Exactly. In terms and of how it does our carbon. In if you oxygen. remove a certain, you know, a significant portion of it, it won't be able to regenerate that sort of life cycle. And so it will create something called dieback, which is a feedback loop that will regress on itself and then end up killing most of the forest after that, or Fuck. if not the entire forest. And basically devastating the sort of you know ecological system that everybody lives under it's just like how do these people li- like think this is a good idea like we're gonna fucking make so much money and fuck all these people like we're <laughs> gonna be on top for so long like they think it's... that this shit is fucking infinite but it's so finite and like the ramifications that are coming with these fucking terrible actions and fucking raping lands like there is like, irreversible damage that is being done right now, and there's going to be no point in the capital gains that they're trying exactly. to accomplish That's if there's no one to fucking capital, capitalize off of it. Yeah, it's like, how do you make capital when there's no more capital to be made or to be distributed? The entire world. Like, <laughs> I don't understand where that com- where that that expectation of more value comes from. It's you know? fucking hard to wrap your head around that. I mean, it really is. So a little bit of information on this shit. Uh, for the last several million years, it has, the Amazon has been blanketed by a teeming tropical biome of 400 billion trees and vegetation so dense and heavy with water, it exhales a fifth of Earth's oxygen, stores centuries of carbon, and deflects and consumes an unknown but significant amount of solar heat. 20% of the world's freshwater cycles uh, through its rivers, plants, soils, and air. This moisture fuels and regulates multiple planet-scale systems, including the production of rivers in the air by evapotranspiration, a ceaseless churning flux in which the forest breathes its water into great hemispheric conveyor belts that carry it as far as the breadbaskets of Argentina. All right, dude, you don't, have to, you don't got to read the quote verbatim. I get the statistics. It's dude, fucked I'm up. Just, that's insane. That is insane. Like, and people we're need fu- to understand what the right, fuck right, right, right. is going on. If they you don't do. understand that, science... Like Jesus Christ! Just, yeah, just I mean, just look up the science of the Amazon and what it's contributed to the world, and look up, <laughs> remove that, do the math, and see if you take that away—something that stores an uh, endless amount of not endless, but a huge, robust amount of carbon 
Think about what the fuck carbon emissions are doing in just California alone. So if there's not something that can capture that, the solar system, or rather the, uh, the soul, what's the, uh, why am I blanking on the word? The thing that keeps the sun from burning us? Solar flares? No, not solar flares. Are, uh, the, the, basically the, uh, not the atmosphere. layer of atmosphere, the layer over the atmosphere. What is it called? Why ozone. There you go. The ozone layer. Yeah. It's going to yes. burn holes in the ozone layer. And I mean, there's already holes the size of Texas. Yeah. 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 So just imagine fucking something that carries, that uh, holds in something that's going to affect that greatly. And yeah, we'll be fucked. The world's going to get twice as hot. Oceans are going to melt twice as fast. Oh, it's very depressing, dude. <sighs> it's great. It's cool. Where's it's fucking fun time to be alive Aquaman when you need him? Where's Jason Momoa, dude? Come through and fucking wash that shit away dude come on come jason on momoa. yeah save us save us jason momoa how about the rock the rock can do something where's <laughs> leo what about leo dude i haven't heard leo talk about this once what do you mean leonardo dicaprio dude yeah, i haven't oh, seen him on that's right he's that, mr he, fucking he won his uh award for um the inarat inarate film inarito film what was it Leo the Revenant. Oh, the Revenant. right. He, when he won the Oscar, he made this whole grand soliloquy about how we ne- this film is about climate change and we need to do what? something. He basically said that he, like, he was making the vouch for it. And then ever since that night, yeah, I haven't seen him say or do anything. Well, he always posts stuff about like the sea life that's getting fucked up. But I heard I knew somebody that worked for the uh, DiCaprio Foundation or whatever it's called. And, uh, they fucking closed that branch <laughs> and they laid <laughs> off a bunch of people and gave them like a severance package. So what were they even doing at that? Like what, what was their job? Uh, I don't know. Like some sort of marketing, marketing or, out, of course. or like outreach to like other groups. To, to marketers. Yeah, I guess. To I other marketing. I don't fucking know. That's what it's like. You're, you're just marketing the problem. You're making the problem. Another advertisement to be marketed to us to let us know that it's a problem so. yeah i mean they gotta show the message somehow i mean the marketing has its place but when these organizations like seem very transparent and basically just for-profit kind of groups like that you said are just capitalizing off a problem then it's where it's like well what the fuck what are you, are you offering me any solutions or do you want me to just to be part of the rally group that yells about it so. I mean that's what brands are doing all the time. Yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. Commiseration. Burger King making their, you know, emoji whoppers or whatever. What? The, the emotion whopper. Oh, because of their their answer to the impossible burger or some shit. No, they they have made those like meals that you could get, or it's like, what? uh, if you're feeling like the hater meal. I don't fuck with Burger King, dog. I'm tired. Burger King has made me tired. I okay, have eaten well, too many carbs from Burger King, therefore the I am tired. I need a nap. For, the commercial for uh, I am tired. Subway. The one where Jared one touched little should... kids? Huh? The one where Jared touches little kids? No, fool. The one where they made it like this long narrative story about a kid growing up. Oh, So he could basically yeah. get a sandwich. Your life's about choices, that one. <laughs> exactly. That's what they're doing with this problem now. It's like that. It's always been that way. It's just marketing the problem to you and telling you, you know what would work? Find a sandwich. <laughs> you know what would work if you, you go watch help you? if you go watch Leonardo DiCaprio's movie. Support Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> Support his films. 
Go see it. Yes. <laughs> Ugh, it's fucking depressing, dude. I feel like every time we talk about this podcast, there's something depressing that we need to talk to. But it's good that we're talking about it because it's part of taking action against it. Well, let's so. talk about something funny. Uh, like uh, all this Israel King of Jews talk. Oh, I love that. The uh, King of Vegas hearing. donned uh, our big wet highness, the King of Israel. So two kings, dude, colliding. I love it. My guy thinks he's Jesus. <laughs> My guy is Jesus, bro. Come on. King of the Jews. They love me. They, they love, love me. me. I, they're the best. I'm the. They think I'm the best. <laughs> if you and don't. Basically saying. What did he say? Like if you're. Other American Jews are just. They. They're just not respecting their home country. And what did he say about like if you're a Democrat, you're a Jew hater. <laughs> 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 Didn't he say something crazy like Dude, that? I would not put it past him. Dude, um, I'm pretty sure. He said All something. of that talk is just really funny because, again, I've been asking you about this and just asking in general, who, what <laughs> in history has... In American Israel, history. In American history has Israel ever done or is doing now that we have to just vouch our undying support for them? Like, it's just... They are this, this fairytale land across the sea where apparently the second coming is going to happen that old white people love to travel to so that they can get a taste of where Jesus stepped, you know, kiss the ground where he stepped. So check this one out. This is the Trump. It's just like, who, who decided this? Uh, that we were just all going to love. They're our friends, bro. Israel first, America first, Israel (laughs) first, America right next door. Hand in hand, we're like Jesus on the cross, and Israel's one of those thieves. We're saving them. But in turn, they're saving us. You ever hear of the Good Samaritan? Well, that's Israel, okay? <laughs> they're saving us. What a fucking nut job. Yeah, this is what he said. If you vote for a, a Democrat, you're being very disloyal to Jewish people, and you're being very disloyal to Israel. <laughs> what does that even... How do you make that correlation? Just because you're fucking Elon Omar and Rashida Tlaib are fucking arab specifically yeah. muslim specifically palestinian supporters and bds supporters specifically yeah so he, now he feels they're the anti-semitic if you support them you're you a hate jew this. hater yeah you you i'm sorry you hate him and I, I brought this up to you which you were kind of explaining to me but it's like all these like fucking white nationalist white boys fucking i mean like this is a very lame and way of describing it, but a lot of these cl- like still there's clan members out there too and maybe it's because i watched black clansmen but it, it, they also showed footage of all these white nationalists marching at the end and they're all very like white people first white this white that and you know there's some low-key jew haters in there too so then why are they still like don't, why do they feel that they need to uh, are they're still aligned with this trump guy if he's talking about hey like you gotta love the jewish people man you gotta love israel like you don't love israel you don't like jews like don't they aren't they upset about that like it doesn't make I sense to me i don't think they care honestly <laughs> they don't like, even hear it probably huh they just hear they him really yell do not care because he <laughs> i don't think they care about even, anything he says just even that anti-semitic his, <laughs> like i was saying anti-semitic people do support israel and and netanyahu's stance only because trump does in a sense. Right, and right. They're, they're not even listening to the actual topic. They're just listening to him shout, like, 
Yes, and not only that, but because Israel is sort of white nationalist and oppressive towards a uh, uh, towards a majority brown yeah, people, yeah. which are the but Arabs it's like I don't think that the, I don't think these people are well informed enough to know that they I mean, do that. They just see brown. Uh, they just see brown Middle Eastern and they think terrorists. Number one, true, true. Number true, two, right. Israel is constantly vilifying the Palestinians, so of course they're going to be the uh, they're going to be the template for what any American sees as uh, as being a terrorist. You know, so yeah. it, it doesn't matter because the they're they are Arab and they are in a country that we have just turned into a sort of terrorist playground if you will they that's all they believe that's all they think yeah it's fucking doesn't make no sense to me like the whole question you brought up like what is israel doing and what have they done for us that we need to care so much about them absolutely nothing because as far as i'm know we supply them with everything yeah with funding with equipment everything i mean there's some sort of lobbying there there do they do for us but people here are like oh no but they gave us whatsapp i mean (laughs) did they do that they yeah they actually did the fuck whatsapp thank you israel i I know one guy now i love him uh in the central valley who uh he has a sticker on his car that says pray for israel Oh um, and it's just like pray for them for what <laughs> what do they need i don't understand why is it an impoverished why? nation is it what yeah it's because it's struggling and it's like okay well they're struggling against a specific group of people okay well let's break that down why are they struggling against this specific group of people what have they done throughout history that is making them so fearful of this person right uh Oh, it turns out they're occupying their land. Get oh, out of here. Okay. Maybe that's okay. Never mind. Sorry. That's where the conversation should end. Yeah. But for these people, it's like, well, you see, I think they have a right to do that because, you know, Nazis. They owe, they they're owed. Them. Yeah. They need their, com- they, they need, need their place. reparations. Okay, where are they going to go? Okay. <laughs> what do they need? They can't come here. Yeah. They got to go somewhere. They got to fight first. Look what happened. They rolled over to the Nazis and look at them. And now since then, they've just used the Holocaust as their, as their crutch, as their linchpin for any sort of um, any sort of criticism against what they do. Now you have fucking... The Holocaust Rick, happened. What is it? Rick Perry going over oh God. there to the Wailing Wall to ask... Mr. Jeebus, please take care of my Duro. I don't want to see his face anymore. <laughs> I'm so scared of him. Don't, I heard. Uh, I heard Israel was making uh, shirts that had like uh, a crosshair with a a woman like holding a baby on it, and it was like actual oh, shirts God. that they were distributing because like they had that whole thing where they were there was the footage of them literally sniping Palestinians and shit. So, uh, but they were selling that. To it's like a people. shirt it was like a masked soul mass sold shirt yeah that they're selling that i think i saw like abby martin talking about it or something too and she like that pulled is it up so fucking creepy right Jesus Christ. but it's also kind of cool <laughs> when I, I remember uh back in the day like i don't know they had the osama one yeah dude there, the i remember hands. i remember going to chinatown and it was a a shirt in the front of it and it had osama's face and on the back in red white and blue block letters it says we got him I fucking regret not buying that shirt, dude. That's such that a been badass nowadays. shirt. Yeah, there's this uh, been really funny. there's this band. Uh, this is totally off topic, but it has to do with crosshairs. This band called uh, Graf Orlock. 
they're like a hardcore band i forget the name of the album but the album cover was everybody that's been like assassinated in the world and it was just a giant crosshair and it had like kennedy and like uh john lennon and just like all these figures inside of it but it was it was really fucking dope i forget what the fuck it was called but it was Damn. the band graph orlock i don't know if you ever listened to them graph orlock shit that sounds sick so i mean damn they were a hardcore it band and really it's funny that we this band uh, sorry just to keep going on graph or like they would uh sample a lot of movies like in the beginning of their songs and uh they had a lot of shirt like dope movie references and they had this uh this shirt of of heath ledger's joker uh or no 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 yeah yeah. heath ledger's joker was laying on the floor and batman was standing over him pouring a bunch of pills in his mouth (laughs) and it said uh heath dedger the joker baby i'm the joker baby Speaking of the Joker, he's gonna be on the new Mortal Kombat game, and he looks fucking dumb. Yeah. I'm the Joker, baby. I'm the Joker. I'm gonna fuck you up in Mortal Kombat Fatality. I was hearing that uh, he's supposed to be in the movie. I, I guess like a veteran. That's like what the idea that people were getting that maybe he's a veteran, and that's apparently maybe even a torture in oh the Vietnam God. War. Is this what we're, is it this seems just, like are, that's they're just making clown like. taxi drivers. Is that what's happening now? That's what it seems like, right? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, now that you say that, have you seen the trailer for it? Yeah, I have. It looks Definitely. doesn't look very good. I'm gonna be real. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about this already, but did we yeah, talk about it on this podcast? Yeah, we did. Oh. The last or the couple episodes ago. That one that's when we were getting into their crimes. Into the oh, terrible right. crimes they commit. Oh, right. And Batman can't put a stop to it somehow. He somehow just can't seem to stop the them. Penguin guys at it again. Shit. Damn it, Alfred. I told them to stop. <laughs> Guess I gotta go out again. Blow up the city. Give me more money, Gotham. Guess I gotta send out my bat drone. You know, Batman was kind of a fascist in it. In uh, his own he right, kind of. If you were around today, he would be a fascist. Because you, you know what? He talk absolutely. about talk about reaping resources of a city. He just let that city run crime so he could have his excuse so to be could, Batman. That is a psychopath. <laughs> that is a guy who just never, creates you know what, crime dude? so he can stop it <laughs> you know and involves his entire city you know in those crimes. Every time we talk about Batman. Batman on this episode on this podcast I realized how much of a shitty person he is and like just that a kind of a shitty cost, concept he is like I, I don't get me wrong I, there's some Batman stories I love but Batman as a whole it's like what are you doing just not a good guy no <laughs> just some rich asshole who got to travel the world learning profits off of the these, city profiting trust fund kid all of these cultures and different and using their talents to come back to America to be like look how much better i am than you dude well, i can fuck it up and you know what? i'm gonna start some crime and i'm gonna and look how many weights i can lift and they are your weights are the old school weights. just the big circle the cement big ones round orbs on the side the cement yeah, ones <laughs> with those big old that just say a hundred on it <laughs> they have oh no the circular ones like the strong yeah. strong man ones i was <laughs> exactly. thinking of the cement ones yeah can you do this bro but uh i am uh not hyped for that movie yeah i mean Maybe if they send him to the Amazon or something, it'll be good. <laughs> yes, yeah, so let's stick the Joker on him. Yeah, make Bolsonaro laugh, dude. Take care of him. Should make him, may have him <laughs> disappear a pen. You want to see this pen disappear? Hey, Bolsonaro, want to see a trick? <laughs> I almost watched The Dark Knight yesterday, but on Netflix, it's the, the oh Joker, baby, God. and he's like, eh, and I'm yes, like, I'm not watching I, this movie. 
That's funny you bring that up because I literally tried to watch it a couple of days ago. I got through 30 minutes and I just could. I was laughing so hard, dude. Because it's such a parody of itself all the now. parts we used to say, especially like uh, when they robbed the bank at the beginning and he's like, do you even know who you're messing with? <laughs> you and your friends are dead. It's so good. And then when he's like, he's out, right? Where did you learn to kill? Speaking of fucking mob guys, how about a uh, fucking uh, Cuomo getting all pissed for getting being called Fredo? Fredo. And he said, Fredo. That, that's as bad as a racial slur, huh? That's as bad as someone calling as a black the guy the N word. You have got to be I'm Italian. Are you Italian? Are you Italian? <laughs> that is the most Italian guy thing to do. You're just making a mock. Yeah, you're just making the fucking reason why he's calling you Fredo. Yeah, you were becoming Fredo. Right I heard now. some. I was listening to a podcast and I'm like, I love him. That's gr- like good for standing up to that guy. Like, and it's like, dude, he's oh, guy just had a fucking yeah. meltdown because someone called him a character from a movie. That's the biggest disrespect to Italian people ever. Fucking ugh. But yeah, that was hilarious that he fucking had a oh, meltdown. Oh damn! Over that. I thought it was Fredo because of. I thought it was Fredo because of Alfredo. Like Alfredo Pasta. <laughs> you in <Which is> <laughs> this weird world of knowledge, also lack of that you live in, dude. Jesus Christ. You dropped some knowledge bombs on me about the history of Brazil, yet you can't pick. I thought Alfredo sauce. It made sense, okay? It makes sense. To only you. <laughs> you were the only person that you saw, oh, calls him Harvey Keitel and that thinks. Fozzie. I was thinking about Fozzie the other day too. Who? Fozzie. Remember, I was saying Fozzie Banks because I thought that oh. was his name was. <laughs> yes, dude. It's like I don't understand you sometimes. Oh, You're a shit. conundrum of a person. I'm but sorry. I just I'm yeah. The but it was, I really thought they met Alfredo because like I was like damn that makes sense okay Italian maybe that he just you know it's a stereotype I guess. No, it's because because Fredo was the bitch brother that rat that like turns on the family and. <laughs> He turns on the family. He backed down. Not like Gotti's family. I wonder why he got so mad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. Fredo was a bitch, all right? I don't, am I, do I look like a bitch uh, to you? That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was Alfredo sauce. <laughs> wow. Did Harvey oh, Keitel shit. tell you that while you were kicking in with Fozzie Banks? Harvey Keitel? Keitel? He's in, he's in Taxi Driver. He's a pimp. Oh, he's a little. He is? Yeah, he's a little. He's like hella young in that movie. He's a pimp. He's a little pimp. Huh? You know, for he, that guy just like seemed to never age in that era. Dude, Stenero was a fucking stud back in the day. He's he was so goddamn handsome. He was actually Raging Bull, like oh yeah, um, Jake LaMotta. the great comedian, all that. Like he just looks really good. You just played the perfect like Italian guy without being too much of a grease ball and without being too much of like fucking look at me fucking Fredo guy over here. Like he was just yeah. like naturally an Italian gangster dude. And played it so well. True. You know, isn't he gonna be in the new movie, the the Irishman or something? Yeah, he is the main character, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, is he? But they are My favorite role of his is the intern. When he's an old man interning for a young woman. That's such a cute movie. Oh, mine is Bad Grandpa. I mean, oh. <laughs> classic Oscar nominated Criterion Collective film. He's not in Bad Grandpa. That is him. No, that's Knoxville, isn't it? 
No, that or I'm sorry. What is it? It's something Grandpa like, or the one with Zac Efron and uh, yes. What is that one? That's Johnny Knoxville. That okay? Maybe I'm. Th- what is the okay? You're right. You're right. Let's see. Robert. What's the one that he's in then? He's in uh, like uh, I don't fucking old know. guys who get chicks. <laughs> the bucket list. Let's see. Hey, we're the old guys. We're sexy and we're cool still. Dirty Grandpa. Dirty Grandpa. I'm <laughs> they <fucking> literally. <laughs> they made the fucking same <laughs> movie twice. They just Dude, it's made literally the same. It's literally the same concept. Knoxville's was a joke. And they were like, okay, but what if this? But real. Zach Efron's in both of them. <laughs> Wait, is he in the is he in the bad, in Bad Grandpa? I don't think so. I don't think so. Oh, I think he's just the. Oh, I see. They used the character from Jackass. But they were using the parody of as a, if it were. He's you were an right. Cool guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you were right, kind of, because he is in that one. I was thinking of the same movie, but Dirty Grandpa. It wow. is the fucking same movie. <laughs> what a ridiculous name! Dirty Grandpa, the fucking laziest. Hey, I'm the dirty guy. Hello, sleep. <laughs> Let me look up your skirt. Yeah. Exactly. Wet Willie. Remember I that? Stand on the, I stand on this block because it's windy and I see the girl's skirt raise up. <laughs> Oops, my balls are out. That's the grandpa <laughs> part? That's. Yeah, we just did the whole movie, dude. Oh, we wrote really? that movie. Yeah. Oh, that's really funny. I wonder, uh, why don't they get us to write a movie like one of those stupid movies? <laughs> Come up with something. That's easy, dude. The dude, I... I just want to be a ghostwriter for rappers nowadays to create like some really bad rhymes for them. Who would you be a ghost? Uh, who who is your who would be your dream to be a ghostwriter for? I mean, I feel like a lot of the like SoundCloud heads or like the you know the sort of clout chasing guys would be the easiest to write for. But who do you want like, to write for? I don't think they. Who um, do you personally want to write for, bud? Mine's a no-brainer. I think you already Who's know. It? What's, what's yours then? Little Zan, bro. Okay, that um, is, yeah. Although he, he his lyrics are pretty on point, so I don't know if I can do much writing for him, but... I think I would want to do... Be in the same uh, what's his name? Ah, dang, I can't believe I'm blanking what does he look on like? it. He has the X on his head. He has the X on his... 21 Savage? No, 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 no. Uh, he sings that Z shit. It's that Z shit. What's his? What's that guy's name? Again, a strange bubble of. He's from you live in. Um, that video fly with uh, Bruno Mars and Gucci, Gucci Mane. Mane? Oh, like, Kodak Black. Kodak Black. There you go. I would totally want to uh, ghost write for him. That dude fucking bangs underage girls, dude. You're fucked up. That was wrong. Oh, with I you. didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I want to write for that guy. <laughs> He's so cool. Okay, I'll take that back. Um, yeah, he's been in jail like 15 times for doing that shit. Maybe really? Not fif- maybe not 15, but a lot. Yeah. Dang, that's wild. Why is he still... Well, I guess it makes sense why he's still in the business, but jeez. I mean, it's like also at the same time, these rappers fucking play shows for like all ages crowds, and then you get these little thotties coming in, and the way that women are dressed now and present themselves now, it's like... And he's fucking probably on some codeine shit. He don't give a... He'll fuck anything. I, and then I she know, comes out and she's like, I'm young. And he's like, oh, man, I'm Kodak Black. I'm in jail again. 
oops and then he comes back out and does the same thing it's this fucking dump Jesus cycle Christ. it's part of that culture dude look at bad baby she's fucking like what fist barely 16 she looks like she's fucking 19 years old yeah but then again i mean that's just like i feel like do you watch euphoria you know how it is nowadays they don't care yeah they just fuck anything yeah that's true you're right everyone's so edgy now so it doesn't really matter who you are. It's like the, just the nature of the time, I think. Of course, <sighs> given that, I still don't support no. his actions. And no, hell no. Um, but it is, yeah, that is just like a new sort of the way that, I don't know. It's, it's a reality like, we have to accept that's happening right now and is the way it goes, yeah. It's like a sexual awakening. Uh, Reawakening. A really bad one. Yeah, it's like we're really back. It's like we're back in like Roman eras where everyone was just fucking little kids <laughs> and shit. You know? <laughs> yeah, it is just. It's out. like we're living in Caligula era or something right now. Definitely Caligula. I mean, Prince Andrew was named. Uh, oh, I know. Epstein. He like resigned or some shit or something, right? Didn't he do some sort of resignation? No, the f- they the fucking royal family just hit him away and. Put out a press release, oh. basically saying, "Really, our little good boy did nothing wrong." <laughs> he was so on the what pl- if he likes to fuck kids? That's <laughs> just our culture. Yeah, there you go. Back to the fucking Epstein shit, dude. This talk about Caligula and fucking Roman fucking decadence. It's fucking happening just in a in a, in a polished form and behind the curtain, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, t- did you saw that picture right of Jislane uh, or whatever at the In and Out? Hmm? Did you see that picture? No. Who? Okay, so this picture. Oh, just Lane. I did yes. not. Maxwell. Yeah, I, uh, I didn't. What was the photo? So it was like of her at an In and Out in Los Angeles. It's that one off of the five, I believe. Recent? Um, recent. It re- it surfaced, I think, over the weekend, if I'm not mistaken, or the bi- or the beginning of the week. And she's, and, like, um, she's like in it, looking at the camera, reading a book or whatever. And uh, people started doing some digging on this photo, and apparently it's just a fucking fake. Like, it's uh, all photoshopped, apparently. <laughs> what? Like, the, the people were saying that the book she was reading was a specific book about, like, history of CIA operatives killed in action or something. And what? Um, Dude, there not- was an advert. There was an advertisement in the back uh, of the picture on a bus stop, oh and my. it's an advertisement for Good Boys or whatever, that movie that's coming out from <laughs> Seth Rogen. And apparently people went to that in and out and they saw the bus ad, and it's not that ad. So someone is just, like, recreating. Well, this photo, this photo is, like, just putting it out this there. photo, I'm looking at it right now, and it looks fake as fuck because it's just like, look, here I am. Snap this photo of me, this photo op. Let me look right, right at the camera. Um, it's it really looks doctored, strange. yeah. And it's like, why? Who's putting this out there? Who is? What like, is the point just, of it? I don't know. It's well, there's this other one, sort of like disinformation shit. Yeah, dude, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Weird. What is the other one? It was just more of like a candid photo of her, but still also looked like she was looking right at the camera. So, and why would she like? She's a, such a hyper. Let me just go to In and Out today in Los Angeles. It's all good. Wait, hold on. Uh, like no one knows that specific in and out, huh? I mean, they found it quickly. That's where is it at? I, I'm telling you, I think it's the one off of the. Fu- 
somewhere in the valley. I know that, but I feel mm. like it's the one. There's one off of the five as you're as you're leaving L.A. Like uh, by Six Flags, kind of. Yeah, I don't know if it's that one or one before in the middle of those. But yeah. anyway, point is, people found it. They fucking went through it and dismantled it. I guess, but well, that's good. At least people were fucking quick to call that shit out as fake. Well, because now all this shit's gonna be gonna start to come out. All this information about you know his death, surrounding his death. Like there's just like I, I think they released information that I think like eight court of, or court officials or judge officials something to do with the prison specifically knew that he was supposed to be off suicide watch. You know, mm-hmm. um, so- like just these weird instances of yeah. Of just putting him in the right spot at the right moment. Right. And, and then I also heard something, too, about the way that his neck snapped. like His hyoid bone or whatever. Yeah, like the way, from the way that he was found hanging, it wasn't, it didn't, like, line up to the way that that bone broke or something. So, or like, the amount, exactly. of, the amount of pressure that would have been put on his neck wasn't enough to snap that bone or something like that. They apparently said that he maybe jumped off of the bunk bed or something or, like, or like you know rolled off of the bunk bed and that might have done it because i don't know how else or tying your sheet to a bedpost and then running as hard as you could i mean it's weird yeah it is strange though very very strange i was listening to something too about all the people that have come close to like uh i guess showing corruption and like just the fallacies of the Clintons and like everything that they represent. A lot of these people have been suicided too. back to the fucking conspiracy zone. But well, you mean like Seth rich that, Well, that's like the most recent one, right too. But there's yeah. been like other ones too, like some cops, I think that have been suicided and some other people. I can't remember the names, but mm-hmm. fishy stuff. When you really start seeing patterns, you know, I mean, it's easy to connect patterns, especially now, but there, I mean, there are some that know- are there, you know, we know the cartel does it. Yeah. You know, they off people. They end up offing everyone involved in yeah. the case. So why don't so they like, – they think that we're so – Why should we put it past these right. fucking political they, leaders? They think that they're so clean and they represent good. Exactly. But they're just fucking wearing a mask of that shit. At least the cartels own their shit. And they're like, yeah, we're fucking savages. Well, we're fucking <laughs> – We're crazy. Dude, I saw this fucked up video like a couple weeks ago. <laughs> I don't know if I even want to talk about it, but I will. Um, it was like these three dudes and this one guy who's on the floor all bloodied up, like they fucked him up and he's like, like just barely breathing pretty much. And this guy pulls out a fat pickaxe. You know what a pickaxe is, right? Yes. And just fucking gives him one good ass one to the ribs. And like, you see a puncture wound get pulled and he pulls it out all quick. And the guy just like starts squirming and then fucking hands it to his homie and gives him one quick one to the side of the head and like the guy just stops obviously rolling but like you can see he's kind of like breathing a little bit still hands it to the next guy and then another one to the neck dude a thick heavy heavy like pickaxe. fucking six yeah. inch blade pickaxe it's just Oof. fucking crazy people do that it's kind of gnarly. shit out there it is gnarly. but, but, but it's like again, why do you put that pat like why don't why do we put it past fucking crazy politicians to do that kind of shit oh totally we just give them this veneer of yeah. uh, power for it. that, like, they are benevolent, you know? So They represent the country of good, so therefore they they're all good. They wear the mask of depravity when it suits them. Right. Because they don't own it, it's like, it really throws people off, I think. 
Yeah, it's dark, dude. Dark. Some dark days lie ahead of us. Some dark days are starting to come out of the fold. Well, I mean, is there hope? Is there anything to be hopeful? Yeah, I think there's stuff to be hopeful for. You're going to school. I'm fucking doing sure. the damn thing down here. I'm have been happy lately. <coughs> I mean, in the bigger world, it's crumbling. It's like that meme of that dog sitting in the fire saying, "This is fine," because we're literally just sitting in a pile of heap and flames that are <laughs> slowly closing. Literal, there are literal flames that are closing in on our fucking worlds right now. And uh, yeah, it's pretty sad. Didn't somebody? I saw someone tweet something about like. There was like a footage footage of the fires and like, dude, I'm from California. It's called weather. Like this happens all the time. We go through this all the time. Oh my god! <laughs> and it's Don't also like, call. no, we should not be going through that all the time. Although California that's should have not, not normal. Yeah, that's not normal. That has never been normal. <laughs> and maybe the, in your lifetime, at fucking what, fifteen years old or whoever you are, even in twenty like, year old, you know, like I know, but I'm just saying, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. in our lifetime, that's happened happened and if you're not willing to ask the bigger questions as to why that's happening like frankly it's gonna never stop please stop get offline let the 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 big you know let the big pant wearers take over to that that picture you showed us of uh the trump family and their fucking strange shaped suits what's going on with them dude (laughs) what was that that is, the, they are such strange-bodied people. For the like, listeners, if since we're describing an image, they're just like wide-hipped, skinny-legged. Like they look like something out of like a cartoon. Very like, much like a penguin. Like that, a, very much like a penguin. Yeah. Like a waddling penguin. Yeah, like you would immediately, th- like without knowing that person and never knowing anything about them and just seeing them, you'd be like, that person waddles when they walk. But, but the way they stand is <clears throat> just, just... Just their hands a little wide out. <laughs> it's almost like they're like ex- expressing a chest that isn't there. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. A chest that's caved in, so in turn you're just really sticking out your gut and... It's like, and also leaning forward so that your gut doesn't look as extended. And then you you, you pointed out that DTJ, uh, Donald Trump Jr., is uh, possibly wearing, wearing a corset. A cor- dude, he 100% is wearing a corset. Uh, some sort of cincher. Like, or some sort of trainer or yeah, something. Yeah, dude, know? that's a, it's like a common thing for people to do. Well, I mean, women do that all the time now, like even more so, but I'm sure men are doing that shit, especially people oh, like of, him. Of course, but it's so accentuated. <laughs> yeah, it's body. really bad. Like, you can tell. Like, they do, they like did, they have no stylist are they i'm sure they have they have stylists and trump's like no i look great like it doesn't matter what you think i look phenomenal he d- definitely does think he looks phenomenal honestly he looks like shit dude. daddy you look so good today daddy you look that's great do you love me look i look like you dad look at that's probably what he's doing he's trying to look much like his dad like just please love me dad let me dude, like you love baron l- that's why he's uh, he's doing the stance even harder than his dad, you know, because he wants to make. Dad, are you looking at me? Do you think, uh, I think Trump I'm doing it right? Do you think Trump's gonna pimp out Baron to these creeps? Maybe he already has. We haven't seen him. Where has he been? <laughs> where has he been? Where, where's Some Baron? Dungeon, probably. We want answers. Where's Baron? We need to go on the QAnon Reddit and ask where is Baron. If you don't support is Baron, protected is he in the bag? If you don't care about Baron, you Literally. don't care about Jewish people, and you're anti-Semitic. So, 
care about Baron, okay? And Baron is the hardest Jew of them all. He's the king of kings, dude. He's the king of Jews. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Trump, he came in. Trump is God, and he artificially inseminated Melania, Mary, Mem, Melania, Mary, Melania, M. If you re if you reword melania in hebrew it's actually mary so there you go i read that on a reddit forum and trump baron what is a baron a baron is someone who rules over lands right mm, true jesus ruled over lands without without he will rule eternally yeah jesus never said he was a ruler but he kind of implied it baron he's a little bit of a soft spoke you know what you know what because you know we didn't see any there's nothing of the bible in the bible of jesus's teenage years Baron, true. He's he's in hiding till he comes out as an adult. Baron, he's the teenager we've always dreamed. Whoa! I need to go fucking blog about this shit because <laughs> I'm gonna have a field day with some fucking <laughs> some uh, Reddit tonight. I'm with bl- some Baron posting. What a name, too! <laughs> like you're absolutely right, Baron. <laughs> like a, both synonymous with it's both sounds like a barren, desolate landscape with nothing in it, and which he looks also, like. The conqueror of land in a feudal sense. That's really interesting. Good His, choice, Trump. Yeah, your son's hollow eyes. I bet he saw the hollow eyes. And you know what? Baron. Baron. No emotions. He's devoid of emotions, and he's also ready to I mean, roll. we all know how Trump loves words and gets stuck on Baron. one specific word. So, yeah, he probably just heard it, heard it one day and was like, oh, my God, that is. Melania, what perfect. do you think? Baron. It is wonderful. What's she been up to lately? I haven't seen. I haven't seen that any of them. <laughs> What's any of these? What are these people doing? Dude, they're all getting got right now. Trump's taking everyone out behind the scenes, QAnon style. <laughs> everyone's being arrested. He's shackling everyone's them all up, tortured. dude. He's shackling them all. He's 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 working at his fucking ankle bracelet uh, factory so he can gear up <laughs> for the next election to sick it on these motherfuckers. I wonder when he. I can't wait till he officially comes out for like a. I just want the debates with him to happen. I know. I'm like excited. Something with him to like. I want him to argue against somebody. I in just person. want him to try to yeah. see him to see to watch him try at it. <laughs> just lift a finger and try. I just really hope that there's some sort of break in his brain that happens this time because he's got to be fucking worn the fuck down. I mean, as little effort as he's put as into his presidency, you still have to do something. And you got to be totally. up. You're always running around. You're fucking worried about your life all the time, I'm sure. So, like, it's had to have broken him down a little bit. I mean, that's why he repeats himself every time it's he true. speaks. It's true. Like, you, you really have to pay attention to what he's saying because he just uses the same synonyms over and over i love his i love his tweet about uh cuomo too he's like yeah he is fredo i've been thinking it for years or something he agreed (laughs) that's so good it aligns with trump's with cnn's weak ratings let's see donald trump what's his name anthony cuomo anthony cuomo yeah or is it chris cuomo i think it's chris cuomo because his whole family is like chris cuomo that's what you should have called him. His whole family was like his dad was like the governor of fucking New York at one point or something. All these fucking fail ass losers who are in power. They just like give the daddy gave me power. Well, he's supposed to be, you know, he's supposed to be a left wing, you know, a fighter, dude. He's against Trump. Supposed to be all fucked 
off. I thought God. I thought Chris was Fredo also. The truth hurts. Totally lost it. Low rating, CNN. <laughs> Holy shit. What is going on with this man? Let's let's just look at his recent one last. 63.4 million followers. Holy fuck. 47 following. Who is Trump following? Let's see. Jim Gordon. Mike himself. Pence. <laughs> Okay, Tucker, Tucker Carlson. The, oh, he's following the White House's Twitter. <laughs> the White House has a Twitter? Would Why do they need a Twitter? Tr- oh, he's following Trump Golf, the Trump organization. So, yeah, he's basically team, team Trump. But, oh, Vanessa Hudgens <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Vanessa Trump. Who's Vanessa Trump? Uh, isn't she? That she, sounds so familiar. She's got to be. I, she's got to be a Trump. Is she, is she, a, Trump? Is she a daughter? What the Unless hell? she's just naming herself Trump because she loves him so much. Well, her let's see, Vanessa Trump. Who the fuck is Vanessa Trump? I've never heard of her. Vanessa she's Trump a is an American socialite. socialite actress and former model. She married, she da- married. Oh, DTJ. I see. She's married into the Trumps. Interesting. Oh, he's following Melania. Now there's a rabbit hole we should go down on her Twitter. Damn, Donald Trump's uh, juniors picture on Wikipedia is just emitting. A lot of energy. Let's see. Lots Donald of Trump. big boy energy. He's a big boy, dude. Did you see his book that he's coming out with? Triggered. Triggered. As uh, <laughs> triggered after Joe Rogan. Yeah, Joe Rogan already did that. I wonder if Joe Rogan's going to be pissed. I don't think he gives a shit. Eat these wonderful. Damn, she hasn't tweeted. She's off Twitter. She don't fuck with Twitter at all. Her last she tweet is, was in January of 2018. Honestly, I think she's just too embarrassed to go out in public. <clears throat> yeah. I kind of feel like, bad for the bitch. Excuse she's probably me, just hanging out that. with Baron. That's it. <laughs> she's just breastfeeding Baron. <laughs> Come, Baron. I want you to make Baron of my tits. You are the <laughs> Baron of my tits. The only stimulation they get. It is wonderful. I mean, yeah. Well, that's a big boy talk. <clears throat> there, you know, like boy talk, Baron. You're like time for the boy talk. You are going to be Jesus, Baron. He's payment, dude. He really is payment. Wow, I never thought of that. Yeah, he totally is. Just like is splendid in wealth, but also jovial in his little tricks that he pulls off. Well, I think do- I think DTJ is secretly scheming to be ba- to be uh, Pyman and is plotting to take out Baron. He's uh the uh, Charlie of the situation right now. So Bar- Baron is so. Let's see who ends up on top as Baron as the king of mischief. And uh, we'll end it on that mischief note. And yeah, that was another one in the books, dude. Congratulations. Congratulations, listeners, to following and stumbling upon this podcast. You're so lucky. Um, you're welcome. For your health. For your health, yeah. Um, keep listening to us, listeners. I know we're a little bit late, but we're still here this week. It's a Friday. Friday. What's good? Um so we will be back next week. Caesar, you have anything last to say? Out of your dumb mouth. Um, no, other than free Lula, fucking free the you know the workers' president from Brazil, so that we can fucking breathe <laughs> or continue to breathe. So we can keep our keep Earth's lung. Do you want to keep breathing? That should be a good you know campaign slogan which by the way i think ending on this note too 
it bears wrap uh, it up, dude. It bears for everybody to keep in mind that the DNC recently denied the the request to have a climate debate. That's fucked up. So, really? Yeah. That's so there we go. They don't. They actually don't. The, wow. The establishment doesn't care. How, ooh, Shocker. Oh. Shocker. All right. Well, see you, listeners, later. Keep Somebody the fight up. Stop me. <laughs> Jokers, you gotta wear some jokers, dude. But don't joke about the climate. It's <laughs> I'm gonna poison and burn the entire world. See, now that's something Batman needs to fight. That's right about. a joker. It really is. But all right, listeners, you go be some jokers and you go fight the power and uh, you go laugh it up. And don't be tired because again, don't I'm tired. tired. Now we need to wake up. It's time to not be tired. Capitalism has made me tired. I'm tired and I'm awake and I'm going to bed because I'm tired. Peace.